Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting edition of XTW Dark Lord here. No Johnny Salvate out today. A got into a bar fight with a hooker. Yes, you heard it here first. A bar fight with a hooker. Anyways, we'll miss him this week, but we have to press on. Here goes the show. Here we are with the uh, opening of Raw. Becky starts the show. Shout out to all time former Divas coming back to the Rumble. No pretty nice spot for Becky, but yeah, do you think she really cares? I don't. Do drop in a rough, of course, and they gotta hype up the match that they got. Do drop and Becky Lynch, of course. Why not? This is your Royal Rumble Women's Title match. Uh, but in the meantime, our match is announced. Becky Belair and Liv Morgan come out, of course, and they're gonna take on Becky Lynch and Dewdrop. Of course, they've gotta go on. Right before the match starts, you see a little preview for the Alpha Academy. Graduation ceremony later tonight. Yay! Dewdrop comes out and. D-Drop and Becky Lynch are trying to see if they're going to get along. And at the end of the match, it doesn't happen. Got to recover here a little bit. A little slow. But, yeah, you know, what ends up happening is Becky Lynch has the pin. D-Drop comes back in the ring, interrupts the pin, pulls Becky Lynch out of the corner after a botch, by the way, just like I just had a botch. She has to go drag her partner over so she can tag her in and then hit another move on the morning. One, two, three, four, that pin. Of course, this is a little more extra, setting up the feud between Becky Lynch and Dewdrop. You know, that's what you want to do. Next up is a co-ranger, KO Show, with Seth Rollins. KO, of course, announces he's in the Rumble. Seth does a little smack talking of Brock Lesnar, not Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. His opponent for pay per view, which is nice, you know, you gotta do this, although it's not the title on this show. But of course, Damian Peace interrupts. And he has a match with KO set up. He says it starts now. KO actually pretends to have an injury, so he gets up and fakes out an injury and actually pulls off one on one Damian Priest and pulls off a victory, which I'm kind of surprised there. But hey, it happens. Next up is the Alpha Academy Graduate Fest. Uh, Snorfest here, if you have to ask me. But anyways, we got it. Riddle and Ross, they talk small back and forth. Lo and behold, they set up a little thing. Randy Orton comes flying, gives it RKO. And all uh, ends up setting up an Alpha Academy Academic Challenge. Whatever the hell that is, but hey, you get to see it. Next up is Austin Theory and Vince. Why? Why is the question? Why is Vince on the show? He looks so lost. He actually threatens to beat up Austin Theory. The guy don't look like he can get up to beat up Austin Theory. Let alone get up at all. So that'll be interesting. Okay, Austin Theory comes out and he has a massive thin baller. Of course he wins. And he wins in pretty good heavy fashion. So Vince don't get to beat him up. Or or less get proven wrong, like I said, you can't get up and beat him up. So that'll be interesting. Maurice comes out, she's alone in the ring, and this is trying to set up this Miz and her versus Beth Phoenix and, and Edge feud. 
with during the ceremony, Randy Orton come out and he can RKO them guys, and you get to see a little more of the funny side of Randy Orton as he actually puts on the graduation outfit. And he tells Riddle, oh, that's what I'm talking about. I figured he'd be a little more upset with him. I thought we were going to see a WrestleMania match between the two. So I figured Randy Orton was going to start a little more stuff with Riddle on this, but we didn't get to see it. So lead me to believe maybe they are getting the tag team titles back. But more than likely, they're probably going to lose the tag titles again. At least competing for them and not getting them back. And both into the rumble, and something's probably going to happen in the rumble where the two are going to get into it. Same thing with the Seth Rollins and Roman feud. I just, I don't see anything happening with it. You really think they're going to take Roman Reigns' title yet? No. He's the biggest thing going on the show. So I think we'll continue to see him. Can't wait. I mean, this is actually the most interesting part of this season of wrestling altogether. Rumble to the WrestleMania. You always get some cool stuff. You always get to see what's going to happen. And I'm always interested to see some of the old guys come back just for a stint. I don't want to see it as crazy as when they come in back six months or something when a title will never wrestle two times in six months. I'm not really for that. I prefer to see someone like Goldberg come back, you know, and actually wrestle for a little bit. Not no long matches, but come out on Raw and smush people for a while. One minute matches. You tell me the old guy can't get up and do a spear and a jackhammer call it a day? I think he could. And I think it would help him get back more in the shape and for a real match later on. But, you all know, Rockbuster, Goldberg, people like that, all get paid money. Big money to wrestle for a little time. This is probably stems to some of the problems in wrestling. Now, unfortunately, Johnny's not here with me today. Like I said, got in a fight with a hooker at a bar. Oh my gosh. What are you going to do? Guy's got a mouth on him, and I'm sure the hooker did too. No pun intended. But anyway, so I'm going to have to go through this SmackDown show. Okay, the Usos in the ring starts off the show. Trying to celebrate Reigns' longest champion 508 days. Of course, Seth is in a rush. As Roman comes out, blah, 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 I'm, I'm the one acknowledging, blah, 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 blah. Roman, Roman, Roman. But Seth has actually put up an interesting thing. The Usos are also the longest SmackDown champions ever, which I thought was pretty crazy. So, which is even funnier, she got the longest reigning matchup in this whole segment, set up a match between Seth and Kevin Owens, who comes out after the Usos tell him he has no friends. And he says, oh, I don't have no friends over here. You got a good point. Kevin Owens is a kid. He comes out. Uh, Roman don't look so happy about this to see these two team up, but we push for a match tonight. And they call it. So... The match ends up being the Usos versus Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. If Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins win, Usos are not allowed to, at ringside during the Rumble match. If Seth loses and Usos win, Seth don't get his Rumble shot, and Roman says he's taking time off until WrestleMania. That'll be interesting to see what happens there. So, well, we'll see if he loses the match at WrestleMania. Kofi vs. Madcap Moss. Big uh, E shows up at his side, and this is kind of what I predicted to you guys a little bit in the last week's segment, if you've seen, where we might not see Xavier Woods ever again. 
and notably in the ring in ways. I see Kofi and Big E pushing back together and being a tag team again. A lot of things I see are actually where the shows might be coming back together. You hear it first, I've actually heard Dave Meltzer try to say different, that he doesn't see it because it wasn't in the plans. I don't think it was in the plans, but now I think a lot of things are pushing towards you. You're losing all your roster, you don't have as many wrestlers as you used to, of course the show is going to end up having to pick up somewhere. I mean, I'm not saying WWE short on top, because you have a slew of talent still in NXT, and I can't wait to see some of them come up. But it is what it is, I mean, if they go back together, you're going to see a lot better show, in my opinion. Maybe you won't see as many people on TV, though. That, that thing I can hurt them. And maybe that's what they're afraid of. But you got you to gotta go and you got to try to do what you do to make the best rest show possible. I mean, Ross, Ross, SmackDown, WWE in general don't seem to want to do that. That's a perfect grip on NXT to 2.0. That's not really what I'm ready to But anyways, Kofi gets the win over Mad Cat Ross, and they set up a little thing going on between Kofi and Mad Cat and boring ass Baron Corbin. Next up, we have Aaliyah. Well, she's going to have a rematch next. She's talk, they talk about a little interview where she said how happy she was to set the record last week. And this is actually pushing her to be a pretty good star on the show. And, you know, they need more women, so this is a good thing. And NXT women coming up and being coming big pretty good. This is a good thing for SmackDown. We got another star here. I like Aaliyah in NXT anyway. But of course, they have the match and not, Natalia's beating her down. I mean, she just was having none of it this week. She got beat and embarrassed last week. Of course, she's going to try to do it. So Zaya Lee comes out to interrupt. I mean, I'm not really sure what's going on with this. Why? Just to start up a feud between the thing, but it just doesn't make sense for the character, because now you make Aaliyah look bad, why, why does she need help? She should have just took the beating with her. That's my thing. Next up is Los Lotharos versus the Viking Raiders. Pretty short match. Viking Raiders pretty much take it. I mean, there was a little bit where you thought the Los Lotharos had a chance, but I guess it's just because they're going after the tag title, so now you gotta give them a little tag range. Here we go. You see what you see. Lost the Flyers loses, Viking Raiders win, and we move on. Next night, Naomi and Charlotte. Of course, Sonya Deville has to intercept herself, and I know my buddy Johnny would be very, very upset about this because he doesn't like the Sonya Deville. She thinks she should write her own business, which is probably true. I'm sorry. I'm having that in one second. I think we're good for a moment. Oh, man. I have to keep moving this thing down. But anyway, Tony DeVille sets up as a referee. It ends up being a pretty quick match because Charlotte, of course, the dominant woman, she comes out and takes care of business. I mean, you have an extra help with the Tony DeVille, so why not? This match is short. They get the win. Of course they were going to win. Who do you think was going to win? You think the Tigers going to take the title? Nah. She did get a shot, though. So, there you go. Next up, we have Sami Zayn. In Zayn, another exciting addition where he pretends to shoot himself with some electricity. A cattle prod. I mean, okay, this has been overdone. And Johnny Maxwell, of course, does it. This is, this is why Sami Zayn is doing it. He says this is what he used to do before Jackass. All by himself, shooting him with all kinds of crazy things. But... 
As you, as you all know, Sami Zayn hits himself and it, it looks fake. It is fake. It even is fake to be fake, but I mean, I don't know. It was kind of stupid because eventually what ended up happening is Johnny Bonfield comes out and calls him out like he's not really using the thing. Well, of course it's true. Johnny Knoxville turns it on and then, here's my problem. Johnny Knoxville hits him with something. Why not have a little electricity in it? Because they make the stupid mouths and Johnny Knoxville doesn't even have it on no more. And it's still going. So. <laughs> So anyways, Johnny Knoxville hits him with the fake electricity, of course, electrocutes him, picks him up, and throws him over the top rope. Once again, embarrassing Sami Zayn. I'm not sure how much I like this, but it is what it is. Sami Zayn looks bad, of course. Eric Bischoff's on the show, with a show him in the back, and he's talking to Adam Pearce, and basically he tells Adam Pearce he needs to step up and be a boss. So what's... Adam Pierce does when Sony Deville comes in, tells him this is not cool what she she keeps doing to Naomi. And that Naomi's gonna get a shot at her. So we're finally gonna see it next week. Naomi, Sony Deville. Do you think Sony is not gonna have Charlotte in her corner? Of course she is. Sony is gonna get to wrestle and I'm sure Naomi's gonna get a little piece and it'll be nice. Everybody's gonna get to see what they want. Naomi getting a little piece of Sony, and this is what this has been developed up for. This is what wrestling's about. Building up a feud like this, and hey, they put a lot into this, so the match better be good. Are we going to continue to see a Ric Flair, or Charlotte Flair, versus Naomi? Next up is Seamus and his buddy come out to take on Ricochet. Oh, well, how happy was I get to see things back? What? I don't know, the whole point of this is Seamus to beat him up, and it didn't do a lot for me. I mean, Ricochet got looked bad, Seamus got a win, but why? Why, why even give Seamus a win? Seamus doesn't need any more wins. I thought, I thought they should be pushing Ricochet up, so yeah, it's kind of disappointing to see Ricochet get shot down so fast. Thought he should throw a little bit of a shot, but he didn't. It is what it is. Okay, next up was Rick Boone and Shinsuke actually had a little segment with Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Pretty interesting. I'm glad to see Double J around. I mean, it was interesting to see him do a little thing. A little bit of young stars get to go with him. Shinsuke, not so young, but I mean, it was still cool because you've never seen these guys together. And you get to see Double J. I've always been a little bit of a fan of Double J. He's a little annoying at times, but at least, at least he's good to, good stuff for TV. I'm glad to see it. Next up, of course, we have Biggie. I'll get the matches for the next week to get announced. After the Usos and Owen and Rollins come out. The next week's match, Biggie and Kofi Steve with Baron Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. Of course, this is announced. I just talked about this Naomi and Junior DeVille. We ain't run on that more. And then next up comes Owens. And of course, Seth Rollins versus Usos. Okay, a little bit of technical difficulties there, but now we're back. Hopefully, my guy in the editing room can fix that, but it is what it is. But, anyways, we're back to the main event on SmackDown. We got Owens and Seth Rollins taking on the Usos. 
Well, pretty good match all in all, of course. You figure what's going to happen is Seth is going to win because you're not going to have a show where you don't have a Roman at the Wrestle participating. So we all know who's going to win, but it still was an interesting match. Usos put on a good show. Kevin Owens and Seth he's a really good tag team, and they had the win. And of course, Roman Reigns comes out and intervenes. This is as good. I will actually admit SmackDown did a better job overall because they set up their feuds a little better. They had Roman and Seth doing what they needed to do and it it made the feud more interesting. You had a lot of setup to take their videos and whatnot. And the show all in all did a good job. I'll give Raw a seven while I'm gonna give SmackDown an eight. It's not like it's a huge, huge difference, but it's enough. SmackDown did a better job this week, I will admit. I thought Raw didn't have enough matches. Enough good matches, for sure. And the good match they did have was just ended on a nothing in the main event, so that didn't work out so well. Now, I know we don't do a whole lot of AEW reporting or anything like that. And yeah, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and go through everything on AEW. But I'd just like to mention that the show... It's been picking up. I mean, it does good. It does good. Many, many fans. More people like that than seem to like WWE nowadays. I understand. It's a good show. Young talent. Good people. But right now, like, one of the biggest things going is what NXT had. Adam Cole and his little crew. I mean, that's probably my favorite segment is when they were on there because Adam Cole, baby. He knows how to talk. He knows how to get the crowd going. That was a good thing. MJF, another big talent there. You love to hate him. Good talent in the ring. Just trying to feed with CM Punk. I mean, they're building their feud continuously. I, I, I like what they're doing over there. Continue to build on it. And I can't wait to watch the latest edition. So, yes, AEW is a thing. It's not that we don't want to report on it, but I like to keep the show somewhat short. I flew through everything this week, so I figured I'd stop and talk about it a little bit. You got the Jericho maybe breaking up with his people. I mean, the inner circle. It's been going for a while. I mean, maybe it's played his part. Maybe it's time to go. Who knows? Well, can only, only time will tell. You guys have seen more episodes than me. I'm not going to try to say I'm up to date. I'm an episode behind, to be honest. But I have to watch Raw and SmackDown to force myself through those sometimes. And yes, I did say force. This week, I had to force myself through SmackDown after dreading through Raw because no Johnny today. I got the word yesterday. And shout out to Johnny, I love you, man. I can't, I can't wait for you to be part of the show again next week. It's, it's definitely better when I get you on my side and you can take this dead air that I have sometimes. I get pretty dark. Very dark. And I can talk about dark things. Oh, let's not go there. Anyways, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us this week. Hopefully, Johnny will be better by next week. And out of trouble, and I can show up on the show. I mean, I'm sure you will be. Shout out to him. Shout out to Rico and Tommy over there on Rico Cooler Jets for letting us do this, helping us out. This has been great. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. I love you. You guys have made this possible, and I'm happy. I know I'm a lot of on this week, and yeah, like I said, I'm alone. I can do this. I'm used to being in dark corners all by myself. So... I guess I pretend like I'm just talking to myself. And then I pretty much judge myself pretty harshly. 
and then get the other daughter, and then the show ends.